What a difference three days makes. See, in order to fully appreciate the joy of Easter morning, we have to acknowledge the season that comes before it. To understand the impact of the resurrection on your life and my life, we have to first reflect upon the cross. And if you've been journeying with us since Ash Wednesday, then you know that it has been a long and difficult Lenten season. Now, I've asked you to spend time this Lenten season looking into your hearts, examining your lives to determine if you are, in fact, living lives worthy of the immeasurable gift that God has given us in the sacrifice of his one and only begotten son on the cross at Calvary. Just like you, I have spent this long Lenten season examining my heart and reflecting on my life and asking myself some difficult questions. And I've come to the conclusion that I don't have it all together. Surprise, surprise. See, the same kinds of introspective questions that I've encouraged each of you to ask of yourselves, those same kind of questions I have been reflecting on and asking myself in preparation for Easter Sunday. Questions like, am I the best husband to my wife that I can possibly be? Am I the best father to my children that I can possibly be? Am I the best pastor to God's people that I can possibly be? Am I the best follower of Jesus Christ that I can possibly be? Do I put the needs of others before my own needs? And the big one, the one I will be in struggle with for my entire sanctifying journey, I know it, I pray about it. Do I love my enemies? Now, if I'm honest, I have to admit that in answering most, if not all of those questions, the answer is no, I have fallen short of the glory of God. But despite my shortcomings, I have one thing that I can put in the win column for myself. And that is when I examine my heart, I can say without a smidgen of a doubt, I believe. I believe in the risen Christ. I believe that with his work on the cross, he took my shortcomings, my sins, all of those upon himself. And with his blood, he poured out for me. He washed me clean, white as snow, whiter even than this robe I wear once a year on Easter. And with his resurrection, he defeated death and gave to me as a believer on him a share in his resurrection. Do you believe that? 
for yourself. And that, my friends, that ability to say, despite everything I may be and everything I may not be, I can say, I believe. And it's that wonderful blessing of belief in Jesus Christ that is the meaning of this Easter morning. In the newness of this Resurrection Sunday, you and I as believers get a brand new life. A brand new life. Whatever we were before this morning because of Jesus' resurrection, you and I have a clean slate. We have a brand new life. And having inspected ourselves through the season of self-examination we call Lent, we have realized that we are powerless to achieve our own salvation. We need a Savior. And God has supplied for us just that. A perfect, sacrificial lamb, sinless, without Blemish, And in that Savior, when we abide in Him and He abides in us, we gain everlasting life. I know it's hard to wrap your minds around. And, and if you're like me, whenever I hear that statement, part of me goes, how is that possible? How did that happen? Well, fortunately for us, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 through 53, Paul gives us an answer to that question. Listen to what he says. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability and this mortal body must put on immortality. And when this perishable body puts on imperishability and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin. And the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. See, I like the ending of that passage of Scripture, the part that says, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. See, that tells me that as I work to be the best husband, as we work to be the best 
husband, wife, father, mother, son, daughter, Christ follower, that we can be, even though we may fall short, and we will, as long as we remain in Christ, our, our labor, our efforts are not in vain. As long as we abide in Christ, our efforts are not ever wasted because nothing is ever wasted in the kingdom of God. Nothing is ever wasted. So this morning, we're all here together to celebrate the resurrection. We're here together to share our joy at having looked into the tomb of Jesus and found it empty. Hallelujah. The empty tomb is the only thing that is capable of filling our empty hearts. The empty tomb fills our hearts with hope. And the joy we share this morning Though we share it as in community, that joy, that hope is personal. It's individual. What exactly does that mean? You know, it never fails on Easter morning. I have noticed over the years at least the years I've paid attention. Easter always arrives the same way. Always the same. It doesn't arrive with a huge fanfare. It doesn't arrive with a bang. It arrives in the quiet wee hours of the morning. In our house this year, just as it did last year and the year before, as it has every year that I can recall since saying yes to Jesus, it arrives quietly. And so this morning, even before the first rays of light shone through the bedroom, window through the drapes and the blinds. It arrived in the pre-dawn of a brand new day. Before the sun breaks over the horizon, there's a soft glow in the atmosphere. Have you ever been outside before the sun comes up? You look to the east and you see a glow. You don't see light yet, but you see the essence of light, the coming of light into the darkness. And as the sounds and the sense of morning cause us to stir, maybe we brew some coffee and it awakens our senses and, and the house this morning, as it is most Easter mornings I can remember, is always cool and peaceful and quiet. There are the early birds in the trees outside the bedroom window and they're singing softly. And, and Max and Gus, our two great Danes, 
are curled up together on their beds, snoring softly for Gus to be quiet and any morning is an accomplishment. And for some reason this Easter morning, he was peacefully content to just be there. And so I settled into my favorite chair with my mug of coffee and my first thought as I came to my senses was as it has been for a decade now. My first intentional thought was create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. It's nice when you get the first thought right. Because the world will come crashing in as soon as you leave the driveway. And at least you get to start out acknowledging the one who woke you up that morning with a fresh new set of grace just for you. The second thought after a couple of sips of coffee was a realization. This is Easter morning. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. And then it echoes. Alleluia. 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 See, in my mind's eye, I can see all the heavenly hosts acknowledging my acknowledgement of the risen Christ. And for each one of us, as you make that acknowledgement of the risen Christ, the heavenly host says, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The quietness in our house this morning called to mind the quietness of that morning so long ago in the garden outside the tomb, the risen Jesus, Jesus quietly appearing to Mary, who thought at first that he was the gardener. And Mary, who went to tell the disciples, who hurried with hushed voices, trying to contain both their fear and their excitement to see for themselves the empty tomb. Or the two disciples on the road to Emmaus as they quietly lamented the death of their master, only to be joined by the risen Jesus who explained to them as they walked along that road the whole fabric of Scripture into which He, the living Christ, was woven. See, Christ's resurrection revealed quietly to each individual heart because that's the way that Christ reveals himself to each of us one-on-one, -on -one, face to face. It's personal. <clears throat> the resurrection is personal. Salvation is personal. We are Christians together in community, but we accept Jesus as individual. No one can accept Jesus for us. And there's no special group discount for accepting Jesus together. It's one to one. 
A one-to-one relationship into which each of us must decide to enter. And so with the, the quiet arrival of Easter this morning, by now well underway, it's time for us to shake off the Good Friday. It's time to us to awaken from the Sabbath rest of a holy Saturday. It's time for us to lift up our voices in worship. It's time for us to shake off the weight of Lent and sing a new song of joy and hope and peace. In the words of that great hymn by Charles Wesley, Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah. It's our triumphant holy day. Hallelujah. Who did once upon the cross? Hallelujah. Suffer to redeem our loss. Hallelujah. Hymns of praise then let us sing. Hallelujah. Unto Christ our heavenly King. Hallelujah. Who endured the cross and grave. Hallelujah. Sinners to redeem and save. Hallelujah. But the pain which he endured. Hallelujah. Our salvation hath procured. Hallelujah. Now above the sky he's king. Hallelujah. Where the angels ever sing. Hallelujah. Sing we to our God above. Hallelujah. Praise eternal as his love. Hallelujah. Praise him, all ye heavenly hosts. Hallelujah. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 Are you awake? Hallelujah. 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 In the name of the Father and the risen Lord, the Lord is risen indeed. May the Holy Ghost that dwells in you as believers in Christ. May you shout hallelujah. Throughout this Easter season. Throughout the rest of this glorious celebration of the risen Christ. Until the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost just a few weeks away. Are you ready for that? Are you prepared to shout hallelujah for the world to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is risen? May it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go ahead and stand for our final hymn this morning. There is a redeemer. Thank mm-hmm. you.